Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan with Great Ministries. I want to welcome you to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for this week's podcast. We thank you for those who have found this podcast and who will share it with their friends, their family, their loved ones, and the unsaved. We pray for healing miracles, for safety, and for mental health as we go through this period of self-isolation. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. As we continue to examine the miracles of Jesus, please continue to pray for the miracles happening all around us. Families spending time together, cooking and sharing meals again. People giving themselves to Christ, reading the Bible, and praying. God getting more one-on-one time with less distractions. Cleaner air because of less industrial pollutants and car exhaust. It's a miracle that gasoline is $1.67 a gallon. Let's look at more of Jesus' miracles this week. The ninth miracle of Jesus is found in Matthew 8, verses 23 through 27. Jesus calms the storm. In this miracle, Jesus shows his authority over nature. He and his disciples had left Capernaum, which is located on the Sea of Galilee, and entered a boat. When a great storm arose, the disciples were fearful that the boat would sink as it took on water. But Jesus was asleep, showing his humanity in that he got tired from his day's activities. The disciples had Jesus with them on the boat, yet they were afraid. We have the Holy Spirit with us. Are we afraid? Hebrews 13, 5b says, For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Folks, it is my prayer that fear and anxiety over the coronavirus will be met with the awesome power of Jesus. Matthew 9 and 26 says that Jesus arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. The Sea of Galilee sits in a valley between two mountain ranges, and sudden storms were created from the warm, moist air at water level, rising to meet the cool air above. Jesus showed his authority over the wind and the water, and it should come to no surprise that he should have dominion over the storm since he created the atmosphere for the storms to exist. Those aboard the ship were astonished that the winds and the sea obeyed him. All of creation obeys the creator except man. The tenth miracle of Jesus was healing the paralytic found in Matthew 9 verses 1 through 8. This miracle is explained in detail in Mark 2 and Luke 5. The paralyzed man was brought to Jesus by four of his friends. When they couldn't get into the house because of the crowd, his friends took him to the roof, opened a hole in the roof, and lowered the paralyzed man down. When Jesus saw the faith of the friends, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. My Christian people, this man's friends brought him to be healed, yet Jesus took it a step further and forgave the man of his sins first. Why? Well, we are all sin-sick and need healing, but more than that, we need to be forgiven. It is an ongoing process. We have been forgiven, we are being forgiven, and we will be forgiven. Satan tries to convince you that whatever sin you have in your life, you can't be forgiven. I'm here to tell you that when you put your trust in Jesus, 
you are forgiven. One of the most important things Jesus came to do was to deal with sin. Matthew 9 and 3 records that the scribes objected to Jesus forgiving this man's sin. Jesus goes on to heal the man, showing his authority over sin and disease. Miracles number 11 and 12 occur in sequence, with miracle number 12 interrupting miracle number 11, as told in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 9, verses 18 through 22. This miracle is about the ruler's daughter raised from the dead. Jesus agrees to go to the ruler's house with the intent of bringing the child back to life. He was on his way when miracle number 12 takes place, recorded in Matthew 9, 20 through 22. A woman who had been suffering from menstrual bleeding for 12 years touched the hem of Jesus' garment. Jesus told her that her faith had made her whole. Faith in the power of Jesus. Matthew 14, verses 35 and 36 proclaims, Additional sick were brought to Jesus and begged him to touch the hem of his garment, and many were made well. After Jesus healed the woman with the issue of blood, he proceeds to the ruler's house in Matthew 9 and 23, where he encounters flute players and a noisy crowd. These were professional mourners, paid to mourn, but without sorrow. When Jesus announced that the little girl was not dead, only asleep, the crowd ridiculed Jesus. Now this did not deter him, and he took the girl by the hand, and she arose. Miracle number 13, Jesus heals two blind men, found in Matthew 9, verses 27 through 31. These men were blind, but followed closely to Jesus. Today, we are spiritually blind because we do not follow Jesus. It's easier to follow athletes or celebrities or televangelists than it is to follow Jesus. The blind men recognized Jesus as the son of David, a messianic title. By acknowledging who Jesus was, they asked Jesus for mercy. Jesus would question the men's faith in verse 28 by asking them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Folks, that is the question Jesus keeps asking. Do you believe that I am able to do this? When bills are due and money is tight, do you believe? When you lose your job, do you still believe? When family members are disobedient, do you believe? When the world is against you, are you still believing? Our answer, 100% of the time, should be yes, Lord, but it isn't. Doubt creeps in and destroys our faith, leaving us to ponder how we are going to make it when Jesus already has the problem solved. Matthew 9:29 reports, Jesus touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. Folks, we must act like we are able to receive all the blessings God has in store for us by increasing our faith instead of limiting what God can do because of our lack of faith. I should repeat that statement, but why don't you hit the rewind button and hear it again? Jesus opened their eyes, told the men not to tell anyone, but they, like others who had been healed by Jesus, told everyone. Miracle number 14 is found in Matthew 9, 32 through 34. Speech is restored to a mute man. Matthew's gospel says the man was mute because he was demon-possessed. Exorcism in this time period consists of asking the demon's name, then rabbis proceeded to attempt to cast out the demon. By rendering the man mute, they could not discover the demon's name. Jesus had no problem with this. 
He cast out the demon, and the mute man spoke. The crowd was amazed that Jesus again showed his authority over demons and showed the weakness of the current system of exorcism by rabbis. Verse 34 reads, But the Pharisees said, He cast out demons by the ruler of the demons. The Pharisees rejected the work of Jesus by attributing his power to Satan. Miracle number 15, found in John 5 verses 1 through 9, the lame man is healed at the pool of Bethesda. This miracle takes place in Jerusalem during one of the three main Jewish festivals. There were many sick who waited by the pool as an angel would come to the pool at Bethesda and stir up the water. The first person into the pool would be healed of their infirmities. A man who had been disabled for 38 years was laying next to the pool. And that's where Jesus found him. My friends, Jesus will find you in whatever state you are in. I've heard many people say that they will give their life to Christ after they get their act together. That's like saying, I'll make myself well, then I'll go to the doctor. This man was asked by Jesus, do you want to be made well? Jesus continues to ask that question today. Some of us suffer from physical ailments, but most of us suffer from spiritual illnesses. Jesus can heal both if you want him to. The lame man by the pool gave Jesus the excuse that he could not be healed by the pool waters because every time he tries, someone else beats him to the water. Of all the sick people waiting for their chance to get into the water, Jesus chose this man. You see, it doesn't matter who you are or what you've done or where you've been. Jesus can still choose you. Jesus heals the man by telling him, to rise, take up your bed, and walk. Let's pray. Jesus, touch my heart and make me whole spiritually. Forgive me of my sins so that I may tell others about your goodness. Amen. I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org, click on the donate button. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048. Or call us at 678-693-2204. Be blessed, stay safe, and have a great week.